Hello there! Welcome to Dr. Doom's Dungeons and Dragon Balls. Today we have a very special episode for you. Uh, I am joined by two very special guests. Mysticals. Hello. And Soda Yoda. Yellow. So today we're going to be talking about one of uh, my favorite comic book companies and their uh, cinematic universe, uh, the MCU. So, uh, to start us off, Mysticals, what is your history with the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Um, well, before Endgame came out, we watched all of the movies in order of the timeline, and why I think it was like three or four weeks. Um, so I've seen all of them at least once, most of them multiple times. I think the first one I actually saw was Iron Man. Um, I think there for a while, Iron Man movies were the only ones I had seen. Not sure. Yeah. I think you may have... Um, I'm... Not sure if you saw Captain America or not. I think you may have seen... You might have seen Captain America Winter Soldier before you even saw Iron Man 2. I'm not even sure. Okay, at least that I remember. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. So... Soda, what is your history with the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Like Mystical said, we watched all of them. But I think the first one I watched was Captain America Civil War. Okay. And I... That's all you got for us? That's all right. That's yeah. all right. So what's your favorite MCU movie? Um, I think Endgame. All right. What about you, Mysticals? What is your favorite? <laughs> you know the answer to that. Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why is that? Uh, mostly because Rocket is my spirit animal. Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> They're also, I don't know, a lot of fun. Parts of them aren't, you know, that serious. Just kind of, yeah, yeah, dance off. Just kind of, you know, yeah. light and fun. They are light and fun movies. Um, I also feel like they're one of the few MCU movies where um, it does. There's plenty of action, but it definitely um, focuses on story more and pushes story more than it does necessarily action. It pushes the comedy in the story, and I know that probably appeals to. Um, female fans <laughs> more so than just straight action what is that supposed to mean <laughs> supposed to mean most girls uh get bored during action scenes but how i don't know it's action it's a, i don't know very unrealistic what are you talking about uh-huh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right all right so, what is everybody's history here with the recently started uh, MCU 
TV shows, uh, things like um, Loki and Scarlet Witch. Uh, Mysteries. Um, well, yeah, we're currently watching Loki. Um, I'm actually enjoying it a lot. Um, like, I always liked his characters in the movies, but I felt like I didn't, I don't know. There wasn't as much of a chance to, like, you know, connect with his story and why he is the way he is. So the show was a lot of fun. I also feel like um, I was super surprised, but you actually enjoyed uh, Scarlet, uh, WandaVision, excuse me, the Scarlet Witch show. And you kind of seemed to enjoy the themes and the way they handled that show, which was surprising because that was uh, pretty polarizing for a lot of people. Uh, yeah, I think I liked that it was different. Um, it, at the beginning, almost didn't even seem like a, uh, like Marvel or comic book based thing. It was just kind of its own genre almost. And a fun little, uh, TV history romp. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'll say it back to the action thing. (laughs) Like there was, you know, a lot less action in it. It was more about... The storyline. It was a sitcom. It for sure was very much modeled after, uh, you know, the different eras of sitcoms and and drama. There was a whole lot of drama in it, that's for sure. Um, But I feel like, yeah, it was really modeled after a lot of that. Right, yeah. It was uh, also fun that each episode was in a different era. (laughs) All the characters changed with it. (laughs) Um, I also felt like we kind of had no idea what to expect with it, the first few episodes, where it was going, how it all tied in. So the way they you know, slowly um, showed us the behind the scenes and what was actually going on, that was interesting. Yeah. Um, and it was also the first foray into Marvel television, at least modern Marvel television. You know, S.H.I.E.L.D. was a little different. Mm. Um, and (laughs) that's actually pretty common. Um, that's how a lot of people felt. A lot of people kind of forgot about shield after a while. Um, and what about, we also watched uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. How did you feel about that one? Yeah, I don't know. I think it was a little too much action. I wasn't as into that. I did like the storyline parts of it. Um, but yeah, it definitely was not my favorite out of them. Okay. And how about you, Soda Yoda? Well, how did you feel about WandaVision? I I liked the way the story was going and like the way it was the way it was all set out, but I kind of think like it was kind of confusing at the beginning cuz like it just seemed like there was not much going on. It's not usually how Marvel stuff is. Well, that's that's true. It was uh, pretty different. Um, how did you feel about Falcon and the Winter Soldier? It had a lot of action, and I really liked it because, like, like when there was action, it was like not going too fast. It wasn't like crazy fast. Like in a lot of Marvel movies, it goes like the action is like. Like done in a few seconds, and this like 
the like the story on it was I don't really I didn't really like that part of it. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about Loki? Um, I think you missed a couple of episodes, but you've seen most of it. You missed two episodes. Okay. The beginning part was just, like, kind of, like, like, we didn't know why he was there. Yeah. And, like, until, like, the second episode, then, like, started talking more about it, starting to learn more. And there wasn't as much action in it as Marvel normally has. It was kind of slow and story-based. Did you like it, though? Yeah. Okay. I like it, like, like since it didn't have much accent, but it was story-based, like, more story-based than accent, it was, like, kind of cool, because that's not what Marvel normally does. That is true. That is true. And that was kind of the same thing with WandaVision. Um, the same thing happened with that, where they focused more on the story and focused more on um, what was happening with these characters than uh set pieces and action scenes um so how do you guys feel about the current state of the marvel cinematic universe and where you where do you think they're heading with it i think they're gonna do more things about like what happens after endgame with like like with everyone back after everyone coming back from from when they got not out of existence in Infinity War. Well, they started a lot of that with the shows. That's a lot yeah. of what the shows are about, uh, the fallout, um, especially Falcon and Winter Soldier that dealt with a lot of it, and uh, so did WandaVision that dealt with uh, what she's doing and what was happening with Vision afterwards. So I agree. I think they might, like, do, like, another Spider-Man movie, because... I think there's one already announced, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I think so. Um, so, Mysticals, how, how do you feel about the current state? Um, yeah, I feel like right now it is kind of, um, all about what happened, you know, before, after end game kind of wrapping up things with that and redefining the world um end game was supposed to be you know the last at least the last movie of its kind of the marvel universe before everything changed i think right now we don't really know what's going to happen after all of these storylines that are going on right now are over yeah it was sort of meant to be an end of an era kind of thing right yeah um, so as of the time of this recording, something just happened a couple days ago. Um, they just released a new MCU movie and that would be Black Widow. So we are going to talk a little bit about that. Um, we just saw the movie. So right, you know, post movie thoughts, what did everybody think of it? Did you like it? I liked it, but, like, like the beginning, like, started out from, like, just, like, happy and fun to, 
just like sad like two minutes later <laughs> so it kind of jumped around yeah. thematically for you yeah okay so what did you think of it? Uh, yeah i actually really liked it um kind of didn't know what to expect um so it's kind of its own thing so there was no no set expectations um besides you know learning a little more about natasha's life and story um <laughs> one thing totally not related to storyline but <laughs> one thing i'm always looking for is all her different hairstyles um so i was interested <laughs> to see you know how it's gonna play out in this and how many they were gonna be um a little disappointed but you know they're only like <laughs> two until the end but uh, overall i liked the movie <laughs> Well, that's good. I'm sorry there weren't more hairstyles for you there. Like, so you did enjoy it, though? Yes, I did. Um, I think it did fill in a lot of the um, information we didn't have about, you know, uh, Natasha's childhood and, you know, how she became the Black Widow. Why? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we got a lot of that. Um, did you know when this movie was supposed to be set? So I did not. When it originally started, I was a little confused about the timeline. I thought you weren't sure. See, I, I had known because I follow a lot of this online and I follow a lot of the information. So I was aware that it was supposed to be set um like right after captain america civil war and i hadn't realized that no one else probably knew that until we started watching it and i was like oh i wonder if anybody else knows i wonder what their reactions gonna be so yeah i'm not that big of a nerd i don't spend all my free time researching <laughs> <laughs> he's not a nerd really that's no fun come on <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be the part of the show where i think uh we start going a little more in detail about the movie so spoiler warning here Spoilers. um this is probably about our episode um after this it's just going to be spoilers and we're just going to be talking about black widow so uh if you don't want to hear that probably end here and we will see you next time so I'd have to say um, I was pretty surprised by the movie. I didn't really know what to expect. And I didn't think they'd push so hard on like family and her history. And I think we also mostly now understand what Budapest was all about. <laughs> Budapest. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that was, um, um, yeah, I feel like we do actually know what a Budapest is about now. Um, that kind of, kind of was a big deal and, you know, it's understandable why it totally changed her. Well, it's, it's the reason she's not still mind controlled. <laughs> right, yeah. It's the reason she's not like her sister surrogate sister in the movie so yeah it's something else. i don't think we ever knew that she had a sister or any sort of 
actual, well, kind of family. <laughs> kind of family. <laughs> yeah. Fake front family. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was pretty interesting. Um, I thought it was an interesting angle to tackle it, where her sister was. I mean, she was what six, I believe, is what Natasha had said. She yes. was six. At the beginning when they start, so like for her, it wasn't just a fake family. Like they were in Ohio for three years set, set up. She only ever knew this as her real family. Like from three to six, she grew up with these people as her family. Right. Yeah, it did seem like, uh, oh, what's sister's name? Uh, Elena? Yelena. Elena. Okay. Yeah, right. That like she didn't even really hadn't really fully grasped that it wasn't her family because she'd been so young and then she was mind controlled and so it seemed like during the movie she was kind of coming to terms with that. It really did. Um that was that was an interesting approach. I thought it was interesting how hard they pushed the idea of of family and mm-hmm. of what this really means. Especially at the end of the movie, I thought it was interesting um, that she talked about how now she doesn't have just one family, she has two, because she spent most of the Avengers movies talking about how they're her family. (laughs) Yeah. So. I really like the approach that they took for this movie. It's a lot of story. And there is also a lot of action, but it's not just story, not just action. It tells us a lot of backstory and, like, tells us all about why she is the way she is. I agree. I was thinking that uh, while we were watching it, I had an impression of, wow, this is, like, really well-balanced. There's a good amount of comedy, but it's not, like, in some of the movies, I feel like the comedy drowns everything out. And I feel like it actually didn't here. I was afraid because I had seen some early reviews saying people may feel that way, and I actually didn't. I felt like there was just the right balance of comedy, action, and, like, emotional story and drama uh, to the whole movie. I felt like they did a really good job with that. Yeah, I also agree with that. Even, you know, at the end where it started to get super action-y, it wasn't like, didn't feel like it was action just for the sake of filling time with action, which is what I don't like and find boring a lot of the times. It was, you know, integrated into the storyline. It mattered. It was action that mattered and that had stakes because there was purpose behind it and you were attached and invested in these characters. Right. So, did you have anything else? I know you have notes there. <laughs> I've already talked about most of it. Um, don't be looking at my notes. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Um, so, yeah, back to the uh, action thing. Um, I never realized that... Uh, Natasha does that uh, action pose that her sister was making fun of. <laughs> she spends most of the movie making fun of it. And of course, at the end, she does it. And then right. talks about how gross she feels <laughs> for having made the action yeah. pose. Yeah. 
That's funny because after that point, you know, every single like early action-y scene, she does it. <laughs> it's like an inside joke in the movie. It is. It is. And I know um, inside jokes are always fun, especially in movies. I know you like that a lot um, with Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> of course, that being your favorite of all time every time i ask you anything about a favorite character or a favorite it's rocket everything uh-huh. <laughs> so um did you have any more thoughts on the movie not really except for in the one in one scene and like after they meet and then sealed comes after them the labels on the guns were, like, completely photoshopped. <laughs> okay. Towards the beginning? Yeah. It was super noticeable for you? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. That is not something I yeah, really picked up on. I didn't on. really notice that. I thought it was actually fairly... I mean, yeah, there towards the end, some of it did get a little cheesy and, you know, like... Uh, Fast when and she furious was, level. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Like when she's on the platform chasing the bad guy and there's fire behind her. It was a little over the top, but I didn't think it looks, you know, like poorly done. One thing that I didn't really like that much about it is after like at the at the end is after everyone gets off and then the and then the platform comes crashing down, it does this explosion. It like looks like like an explosion that you would have on a YouTube video after editing it. Hmm. Maybe. So, to bring up uh, a connection to your least favorite Marvel show, um, we, at at the that end credit scene, when mm-hmm. we... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, major spoiler, but... <laughs> yeah, major, major spoiler. Um... Yelena gets recruited um, by Valentina, who is actually a character I'm familiar with from the comics. Most people probably aren't, but she is the same character who shows up in Falcon and the Winter Soldier and recruits U.S. Agent at the end. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. That is, and that might actually be, you know, we're talking about earlier where things go from here. It might kind of be a lead-in to what's going to happen next. Yeah, it's interesting. I know there's a lot of theories out there um, on what it could be. Comic book fans um, know that there are several options to go from here. We could end up with a West Coast Avengers type of deal. Um, we could end up maybe a new Avengers, um, even though we kind of saw that at the end of Age of Ultron, um, but not exactly, or we could go, uh, everybody seems to think we're going the route of a Thunderbolts or a Dark Avengers, where they're going to be sort of that anti-Avengers team, um, and all of them are going to be, like, twisted or not so good versions of themselves, especially with what happened to with U.S. agent at the end of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and you said I'm not really familiar with a Valentino or if she's, you know, a good guy or a bad guy or what, you know, <laughs> her situation is, but that's kind of the feeling I got from it. It's something 
not no. so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nah, not so benevolent. I feel like <laughs> right. I feel like it's like tricking um a good person to do something bad. Yeah, could be. Could be. So, so. they're like on the opposite team, fighting against when the other person's trying to fight and help. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I actually, I think I got a good amount out of this movie. Um, I felt like the twist was was pretty interesting when we found out that Taskmaster is the villain's daughter, and um, mm-hmm. the whole thing that sort of shapes uh, Natasha is that she had killed his daughter, and then to find out, no, mostly, but not exactly. Face got blown up. <laughs> Yeah, face got blown up. Yeah, and I think um, at the end where they kind of, you know, reconcile. Seems like that's, you know, obviously a big moment for her. Yeah, yeah. And I I wonder if uh, that plays a part in why she decided in Endgame to let go and sacrifice herself. Because she feels like she had... done everything she could do and at this point she had made her amends and had come to an end yeah that's a good point she had uh you know yeah um gotten back on good terms with her family you know we didn't know that before this movie didn't even want to know she but that is a good point Uh, kind of wrapped everything up um that was something else i was going to bring up in the end it kind of ended up being a tribute to her it really did um that i think that was uh why they sort of leaned into obviously schedules had to change due to a global pandemic and all of that i think they sort of leaned into that because i think this movie was supposed to come out before a lot of these shows even started um and i think they sort of played into the fact that oh now it's gonna come a little later it's coming um you know after sort of the main story wraps up but it takes place way before and they're all like but it can sort of be like a tribute and a send-off for the character and work out really well especially uh that end scene where uh elena is at uh natasha's grave Mm -hmm. And um, so it really is like a big tribute to her and the mm-hmm. whole thing um, kind of becomes a, a send off movie for Natasha. So. All right. Um, so I think we've covered everything. Yeah, I think so. Does yeah. anybody have anything else to add? All right. Well, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye.